Do you want to stop yelling and have your child listen to? Well, I have exciting news for you. If you're hearing this right now, it means that the doors to mindful parenting are open at mindfulparentingcourse.com. This only happens for a limited time, and it may be perfect for you if you want to be that patient, calm parent, but you're afraid of being walked all over, you're losing it, and you want to be that steady, peaceful parent, you don't have a cohesive method, and you take in bad advice like just count to one, two, three. Mindful parenting is an evidence-based system that not only teaches you how to calm your reactivity, but offers you a ton of personal guidance. A lot of other parenting coaches talk about the best way to respond to your child, but guess what? They don't walk you through the research-proven practices that it really takes to create changes that actually last. Mindful Parenting teaches you the specific steps to create cooperative, loving relationships for life. In Mindful Parenting, you can learn how to stay calm, even if you find yourself shouting hourly now. Be present for your child no matter what they're going through. Resolve conflicts easily without yelling or taking away the iPad. Set limits without your child resenting you for days afterward. And build trust between you and your child so that you avoid misery in the teen years. The doors are open now at mindfulparentingcourse.com. Unlike other programs in Mindful Parenting, we offer one-on-one coaching to every member and weekly drop-in coaching sessions. Don't wait anymore. You and your kids are worth leveling up. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com and join now before the doors close again. That's mindfulparentingcourse.com. I'll see you there. You're listening to the Mindful Mama podcast, episode number 289. In today's Mindful Parenting Bite, we're talking about the mistake of going it alone. Welcome to the Mindful Mama podcast, now with over a million downloads. Here, it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clark Fields, Mindful Mama Mentor. I help smart, thoughtful parents stay calm so they can have strong, connected relationships with their children. I've been practicing mindfulness for over 20 years. I'm the creator of Mindful Parenting, and I'm the author of Raising Good Humans, a mindful guide to breaking the cycle of reactive parenting and raising kind, confident kids. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you are here. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. I'm so happy to be talking about this, this going it alone phenomenon. And if you're new, a special welcome to you. This is a mindful parenting bite. We have so many wonderful Mindful Mama podcast episodes and mindful parenting is the membership and course that this podcast supports. And I want to share some of it with you to help you go deeper, help you dive into some of these concepts. Today, we're going to talk about the idea of of going it alone and why it's such a big mistake. You'll kind of see what I mean. And we're going to talk about this idea of allo parenting. So I'll talk about that a little bit more. But I just want to thank you. I'm so glad you're here and can't wait to dive into this. Yay. Okay. 
A little while ago, there was this great article by Yael Schonbrunn and Rebecca Hirschberg. She was in episode 217 of the Mindful Mama podcast. They wrote about the importance of Hello Parents in Behavioral Science Magazine. And they wrote about this idea when COVID-19 was declared, you know, we were left to parent alone, right? We had none, almost overnight, we had like none of our customary allies and we felt it, right? We felt the loss, you know, and, and of course this is to differing degrees because we all know that the virus did not and all the ramifications didn't impact communities equally, but we felt it. No matter what your circumstances were, you really felt it. School hours were shortened or canceled. We couldn't have grandparents over because we don't want to like make them sick or ill, right? No more playgrounds all of a sudden. Like, I don't know if you saw, but in my neighborhood, they were all like wrapped up in police tape. We could no longer send a child to someone else's house or have them inside ours. Families of children with special needs lost access to therapeutic schools, in-person therapists, special education services, and so much more. The support that we rely on, all these supports that we rely on, were just no longer available. Now, I hope I'm not like giving you flashbacks to how terrible that was, but it was a lot, right? And the loss of these allies that we parents have kind of just showed us just how much we rely on them and how difficult parenting can be when they are not part of our daily lives and we're not getting the proper support that we need. And it's important to realize that the need for support and allies isn't just unique to our time and our place in history. It's really wired into human biology. So what is alloparenting? It's a scientific term that basically is summed up by the African proverb, it takes a village to raise a child. And they reference, which was so cool, uh, David Lancey, another Mindful Mama podcast guest, episode number 262. He's the author of The Anthropology of Childhood. And he talks about alloparenting and he says that it's the notion that all sorts of folks can step up and play what we think of as the normal parenting role, holding and comforting a child, feeding the child, cleaning the child, making sure the child's safe, protecting the child. All the various parenting roles can be distributed and collectively these folks are called alloparents. And I encourage you to go back to episode 262 because it's really interesting to see that this idea that we have of kind of going it alone in our modern world is really a really new idea to human evolution and history. It's like it just was not something that was done for most of human history. In fact, in pre-modern times, alloparents, you know, they included grandparents and other kin. They all lived close together in the same village, right? But now we have families separated by huge geographical divides. And so we've had to learn to be resourceful in securing other alloparents, right? So we have been, we've been resourceful. We now include social workers and therapists who watch out for our kids' safety and well-being, teachers who attend to their cognitive development, daycares and babysitters allow us to do our work and take a break, and parent coaches too. These allies, they might be paid, they might be unpaid, they might be intensely loving, or they just might be simply willing to share some available attention. And what's really interesting is what the research has to say about this. So it turns out that access to alloparents is not a nice to have thing, not like an extra thing. It's actually a kind of a have to have thing. Like It's an essential thing. So the scientific inquiry really backs this up. So they did this study published in 2020 that assessed over 18,000 infants in the UK. And so care by alloparents was associated with a 
15% reduction in hospitalizations during the first nine months of life. So that really suggests that care by non-parent allies provides support to us and our kids in really critical, like literally life-altering ways. And the truth is that we are social creatures. When we buy into the cult of individuality and attempt to parent without support, not only do we suffer, but our children suffer. We are not at our best. We are not offering our best. So it's a real big mistake to go it alone. For example, even just small things like the mistake of going it alone is it goes across the board, especially for those of us in like the United States, Western cultures. Oh my gosh. For example, you may have heard me talk about the power of mindfulness before, right? How it, it helps us build this muscle of non-reactivity, how it's a superpower that we need. And so you may have tried it all by yourself. Maybe you read some books all by yourself and hoped that some of that information stuck, right? You may have even learned some new tricks or two or even some really, really helpful communication advice, but then you go to implement it and you still fail. Then you feel more irritable and more frustrated because now you should know what to do. You read it in a book. I tried that mindfulness thing. I read it in a book. Now I should know what to do. So I'm just wondering, like, has this happened to you? Because this has happened to me. We make this mistake because we're taught by our culture that parenting and kind of everything should be instinctual, right? We're taught by our culture that parenting should be instinctual and that we should be independent and we should be superwoman, right? We should be able to do everything on our own. You know, I'm exaggerating, but really we can drink this Kool-Aid without even realizing it. You know, you're a smart person. You may have gotten gotten straight A's in school. You've probably mastered many things in your life. Of course, you think that you can be DIY Debbie, right? Like do it yourself for mastering something like parenting mindfully too, right? Of course we do. And we think that gathering more information helps. We always want more, right? We think we can just DIY it with more information. But what we really need, especially in the realm of parenting mindfully and parenting, is we need support, right? This is what this whole episode is about. But we also need really clear, actionable method with that support with that support and guidance. And that's a problem. Like we try something all by ourselves. And if we fail all by ourselves, we think like, I just can't do that. But the truth is we didn't really give ourselves the full picture. We don't learn a new language just by reading a book. The truth is we're social creatures and we need support. We need to be able to ask questions. We need to be able to say, I made this mistake. What do you think about this? And we need other people who are on the same path doing the same thing, supporting us. We need that. I want to tell you about a great podcast that you should check out, especially if you ever deal with any school system, which you probably do. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Ortube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And the season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and busts common myths about special education. So I checked out the episode on the difference between IEPs and 504 plans because my daughter Maggie uses a 504 plan and it was really, really helpful. It went over all the differences, which one's better, how to get them, different myths and what your rights are, all kinds of different things that you should understand if your child may need extra help in education through an IEP or a 504 plan. The tone is super helpful, friendly, and smart. 
I highly recommend you check it out. To listen to Understood Explains, just search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's it. Understood Explains. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt-free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. You know, our individualistic way of thinking holds us back, especially with mindful parenting because then we're just parenting by hoping it sticks, but most of it doesn't. Then we don't actually get the support we actually need. We slide backward into our old habits. We feel alone, even if we're not in a pandemic. And then we've got the same like resistant, resentful things going on with our kids. And we go to bed at night promising ourselves I'll do better tomorrow, but things don't really change, right? So we have to ask ourselves like, what's the cumulative effect of the going it alone on both you and your child? So I have some important takeaways from this that I want you to listen for. Parents are not weak for needing aloe parents by our side. We're not weak for needing support. We are simply human. Evolutionary psychologist Steve Stewart Williams suggests that this realization can, quote, encourage parents to give themselves a break by recognizing that if they have limited access to allo parents, it's perfectly natural for them to find parenting something of a challenge. They shouldn't beat themselves up too much about that, end quote, right? So if you are struggling and you have limited access to support, like it's really natural for you to be challenged to be losing it. Like that makes sense, right? Because we are social creatures. We are simply human because we need support. By accepting and needing support as something that is natural and helpful, something that is biologically and evolutionarily driven, we can ease the guilt and self-recrimination. That's the important number one takeaway. And then two, we can adjust our expectations for creating connections and getting support, right? Since we no longer live in villages, many of us live really far away from family, we can invest in support and or get really creative about that support, right? Some free ways to get creative about support include fostering connections with neighbors. Maybe it's at a distance while wearing masks. I don't know. You can Zoom with grandparents and siblings, even if there's no pandemic, right? You can still do that. They can still have Zoom story hour with grandma. And you can even appreciate screens as a useful parenting support. In the absence of other parenting allies, it really just is perfectly sensible to use the resources you have. I want you to stop thinking that there's something wrong with you, though. We're simply human, right? It's simply biologically and evolutionarily driven that parenting requires support, requires skills, tools, and practices that we need to learn. And greater challenges require greater resources. If you're feeling that feeling of like being frustrated and stressed, if you're feeling that stress in your body, that is a message that things are out of balance and you may require greater resources. That's what your body's telling you. 
And so when you stop making this mistake of thinking that you need to go it alone, you can actually get the help you need to make lasting changes. You can get the tools, the skills, the support, the practices, the community, coaching, the skills that you need to actually make those changes. Then you don't feel so alone anymore, right? You can heal your relationships and you can create cooperation, get your kids to listen to you by not creating so much resistance with unskillful language. That At least that's what we do in mindful parenting, right? We work on that healing you and that getting your kids to listen to you from the inside out, all that stuff. So I'd love to know what your takeaway is from this. What do you think? Have you been laboring under the false idea that we have to go it alone, that this is instinctual, that I don't need any support? For me, it's like a sigh of relief. Oh, that's why this is hard. That's why this is hard. I need support, right? Like that makes all the difference in the world. So I'd love to know if this is helpful for you, what your takeaways are. I would love to hear where are your supports? How are you supporting yourself? And I hope you're really thinking about that. How can you be creative about it? If it's really, really hard, it means you need greater resources, right? Greater challenge requires greater resources and you cannot give what you do not have. So you got to get it within you first. Okay, I hope this has been helpful, my friend. I'm so glad to connect with you. You know, I'd love to hear your feedback on these little mindful parenting bites and I'm wishing you peace and joy and a break if you need it and support and all of that. Wishing you the best, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Well, it was yelling at my kids and feeling like there has to be another way to be able to see, okay, my self-care, prioritizing some time for me to just relax and to de-stress a little bit. That was huge. Like that switch of, oh, it's not what I need to learn to get my kids to listen. It's that I need to have something inside of me to give to them. So I think your, your quote, you cannot give what you do not have, sticks with me over and over. They are acting out in a way that's reflecting a need that they have. The way I talk to them, if it is coming from a mom who is calm and who has had time, to reflect inwards. My speech to them is going to be so much more loving. You need to take this course because your children won't look at that time that you're taking for yourself as like, that's taking time mommy's getting away from me during that time. Is that she is strengthening herself and building herself up to be able to respond better to me. All of those things go hand in hand and has just kind of made like a ripple effect in our family and it's been transformative for us. Say definitely do it. It's really helpful. It will change your relationship with your kids for the better. It will help you communicate better. And just, I'd say communicate better as a person, as a wife, as a spouse. It's been really a positive influence in our lives. So definitely do it. I'd say definitely do it. It's so worth it. The money really is inconsequential when you get so much benefit from being a better parent to your children and feeling like you're connecting more with them. And not feeling like you're yelling all the time or you're like, why isn't things working? I would say definitely do it. It's so, so worth it. It'll change you. No matter what age someone's child is, it's a great opportunity for personal growth and it's a great investment in someone's family. I'm very thankful I have this. You can continue in your old habits that aren't working or you can learn some new tools and gain some perspective to shift everything in your parenting. Are you frustrated by parenting? Do you listen to the experts and try all the tips and strategies, but you're just not seeing the results that you want? 
Or are you lost as to where to start? Does it all seem so overwhelming with too much to learn? Are you yearning for a community of people who get it, who also don't want to threaten and punish to create cooperation? Hi, I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and if you answered yes to any of these questions, I want you to seriously consider the Mindful Parenting membership. You'll be joining hundreds of members who have discovered the path of mindful parenting and now have confidence and clarity in their parenting. This isn't just another parenting class. This is an opportunity to really discover your unique, lasting relationship, not only with your children, but with yourself. It will translate into lasting, connected relationships, not only with your children, but your partner too. Let me change your life. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com to add your name to the waitlist, so you will be the first to be notified when I open the membership for enrollment. I look forward to seeing you on the inside mindfulparentingcourse.com. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.